I'm David. And I'm Courtney. And welcome to Room to Room, a podcast about parenthood and relationships. And all the shit in between. Today we'll be talking about love. Languages. Love languages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love languages. What is what does that even mean? Like, yeah, what is it love languages? The way I understand love languages, and I'm no expert, is the way in which you receive love. And that there's kind of five different categories. It's broken down into how the human experiences love and receives it. Um, do you want me to explain the five? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the five love languages are receiving gifts, words of affirmation, acts of service, physical touch, and quality time. Yeah, I think what's wild is, like, we took this back when we first met in 2017, Mm -hmm. and then we just retook it again because we were just curious if it's changed or, um, yeah, changed or uh, adapted. And what's wild is thinking about this is that this is obviously how we receive love, right? But communication is a two-way street and, like, interactions are two-way streets. And Mm -hmm. so the way that we receive it isn't always the same as we communicate it all the time. And so I know, like, when we talk about our relationship, how there is definitely very different ways that we show our love and how we receive it between us. And it's always a constant work in progress. Yeah, especially, like, just you. I I feel like often, just as a person, you're like, well, this is how I receive love. So obviously, that's how I'm going to give it. And that's how somebody would want to receive it, too, right? And that's not the case. Yeah. (laughs) So really having to learn what not just your romantic partner, you know, wants or needs when they're receiving love, but even just people in your life, you know, how they want to receive love, your friends, your family, um, and maybe realizing that there's people in your life who probably receive love very differently from you. And maybe that's why you butt heads with them more often than not. Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) I'm not even thinking of you. I was thinking, (laughs) I'm thinking of you. (laughs) No, um, I just think of like siblings or parents and, oh gosh, especially our parents because, I mean, I doubt they even know what their love languages are. (laughs) Yeah, and and a lot of the times, you know, the way that we receive love from some parents is definitely not the way that we receive it. And so it does Mm -hmm. create, like you said, a lot of conflict or butting heads. And so I could definitely, I'd be curious uh to have like my parents or like yeah, like what your dad's love languages are yeah that'd be really really curious to see like what uh he perceives his love languages are and and like what i receive mm-hmm. and if that may make more sense of this like you know growing up in different times and yeah just all the things of butting heads yeah i can't i cannot imagine I could make guesses about maybe my mom's. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She gives you cookies every time she sees you. So I think there might be a way. (laughs) That's very true. That's very true. So, so yeah, I, I am, I'm curious. Uh, we haven't seen our new updated results. And so I'm curious to talk a little bit about what you and I both, uh, scored. I'm guessing, I feel like mine's gonna be the same, but yeah, what are... Do you think mine's going to be the same? I think yours are too, but I'll let you... Yeah, you we're adaptable, first. you know, we're, we're new parents, maybe it's changed. That's true, <laughs> I mean, it's going to have to change. Rome could be like, I hate all of you. Yeah, please and... stop doing all the things. Exactly. Well, no surprise 
to myself. Mine haven't changed, I don't think. I'm pretty sure these were my top two when we took this almost six years ago. Um, wow. Uh, um, my top two are acts of service and words of affirmation. That's not surprising. No. <laughs> what are your top two? Um, my top two are quality time and acts of service. Okay. I feel like that might be different. I think quality time was definitely your top one when we first met. Mm -hmm. But I don't know about acts of service. I think it was something different back then. I think so, too. I think it was... Might have been words of affirmation. No. That or physical touch. I think it was physical touch, yeah. Yeah. You don't like me anymore, so you don't oh, need me to touch you. you. <laughs> yeah, no, we're done. no more touch, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like, obviously, quality time has always been, like, that one for me. I think it's... For me, it's really important when I when I get to, like, the people that I care about. I'm, I try to make memorable moments and and do what I can to spend time with people that I care about, which, you know, is why sometimes I get I'm really, like, annoying with my friends of trying to plan all these things or have people together and stuff. For those that you know me, I love planning, like, um, events or camping trips or having, like, annual things that happen or have mm -hmm. all those ideas. And I think part of that makes a lot more sense now, like, looking at quality time is because... That's something that is really important to me of how I receive love is is spending time with my loved ones and and making those memories. Um, and so I definitely can see how quality time would play um, a role in that. I think even you just love to do nothing with people, like together, uh -huh. like eat, whether it's me or your friends, just, hey, do you want to just come sit and do nothing? Like, you're big on that. Or, like, we be, like, us being in the same room doing nothing is fulfilling for you. Like, literally, we don't even have to be talking. If we're mm -hmm. just in the same room, like, that is, for me, that feels like I'm spending time with you. Like, we sometimes. Yeah, it feels connective. Yeah, like, you'll be watching something, and I'll just be here. I'm on my phone, or I'm just chilling, music or something. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, that feels like. Like, that is filling my bucket, right? That's making me... That's getting my need met of, of quality time because I get to do that with you. Yeah. And then yeah. you said your other one was words of affirmation, right? No, my other one was acts of service. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And so that one also makes sense, too, um, for me as well because I'm, I'm a very, like, you say what you do and you do, like, you say mm -hmm. what you do. Follow and, through. And you follow through with it. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking of a lot of different situations where, like, I've had people in my life that have said that they would do something, but their actions haven't followed through. Or, like, how I perceive their love or care when their actions don't follow through. Mm -hmm. um, or, like, yeah, or reliability or showing up and stuff. Which kind of connects to your quality time, right? Like, when people tell you they're going to do X, Y, and Z or come see you or follow through and be a better friend or whatever, but then you don't see that follow through. And you're like, what? And yeah. then it's like, it's kind of like dampering both of your love languages yeah, almost like yeah. really hitting you hard yeah it's, it's really hard when when that does happen because like i am really quick on cutting people off like oh. you, you obviously know me in my, my mind i go my irrational just like well fuck this person and mm -hmm. i don't like i don't want to waste more energy in my life and so i don't need to talk to them anymore but also like that's like you know, I, I feel like that also is a defense mechanism for me because my feelings are hurt. I don't feel like I'm a value to them. And so mm -hmm. it's easy for me to control and push that person out. 
and end that relationship or sever that that relationship than to um, continue to experience being disappointed or experience that. So yeah, then, that is, then your highly emotional wife comes in and is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, it's like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> and helping me slow down and actually talk about how I'm feeling and and it it, it doesn't happen as much. Like I I don't feel like I definitely have grown a lot since right 2017 and and those kind of being my I think those were um at least quality time for sure was and um physical touch maybe was second um but I definitely think I've definitely grown to understand like that's how I function um but still you know reality happens and I get urges to just cut off people and just you know be like you're 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 trash don't like i'm mad at you or i'm in my feelings because you haven't been reliable to me Mm -hmm. or x y and z and so yeah that's actually really interesting now that i think about it yeah i think that sometimes i i think because i receive love with acts of service it's easy for me to give that one back to you Mm -hmm. because that's one we are mutual on especially now yeah um but quality time was not my top two. And I don't think it's to say I don't like it. I think it is my third one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do appreciate that quality time. I think I just receive love in a greater capacity with the other two. I think those ones impact me a little bit more. Um, especially the words of affirmation, with a, which I think are hard for Mr. Rational sitting across from me. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Because I think that you're so rational and goal-oriented that you are like, okay, well, like, what's the ne- just the next step or the next thing without really just sitting in the moment to be like, I really appreciate this or, like, this means a lot to me or I like this about you. And so I think we've had to do a lot of work on that. Yeah, I mean, I think... That's definitely something I really struggle with, uh, words of affirmation. And even being, like, um, a school counselor or a, and a therapist, like, I still find it really... It's an active effort for me to make sure that I, I am, like, displaying empathy and validating. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's not something that comes super easy to me. Um, and so, yeah, I think um, I... That definitely is something that, you know, I think stems from a lot of other things growing up and, and words of affirmation. It's not something like in for me growing up, that wasn't something that I was mm-hmm. really super used to. Like, I love you or like expressing like how much I care about about you and or all like these things. Praise and or things praise like or praise. Yeah. And like those weren't things that like I felt that I remember, you know, like that wasn't something that was commonly like in my environments. And so that's mm-hmm. a way that I guess I. It's something I wasn't used to until I really, like, met you and learned about it and, like, you telling me and all the conversations and fights, right, Uh, or I would say disagreements and arguments, (laughs) not necessarily fights, but our communication around when you feel like your needs aren't met and then I'm not expressing how much I care about you or expressing when you are doing uh, your extra service and expressing how grateful I am of you because I am so grateful for everything that you do and I think... It takes a lot of active effort for me to give words of affirmation, and I'm and I'm, of course I'm trying. And so, um, yeah, you know, a reminder is always nice. Uh, I think this is also really nice to kind of reflect on, you know, just the way that I demonstrate it, right? 
Yeah, I feel like even retaking this quiz, test, whatever we want to call it, I was, when I was answering the questions, I was almost reflecting as I answered them that I love getting those words of affirmation and, like, the appreciation and being, you know, like, told something that, like, someone's appreciative of for me, like, from me or that I do. Um, and then I also reflected back that I, we do this now. So I don't feel like that is a love language that is lacking in my mm -hmm. life as much as maybe it was in our relationship. Um, because we tell each other one thing we appreciate about each other every day, right? We yeah. do our nightly check-in now and I... I think I really take that to heart now, like doing that and really finding time to sit down and think about one thing I appreciate about you every day. Yeah. Um, which I guess, yeah, I mean, I can explain a little more, but we do a nightly check-in. Um, we saw it, I'm pretty sure, on Instagram, so shout out to the influencers of the world, um, called like a team check-in, mm -hmm. and it's an acronym um, and we check in every day. So we do, the T is just touch. So before you start the check-in, you have to be touching, uh, which is funny because that goes into the love language of physical touch. So mm -hmm. I think it kind of meets that need for somebody. Um, and then the E is education. So asking each other one thing we learned that day. doesn't necessarily have to be in our relationship, but it's just, it's a point of contact for us to be able to share something from our day, whether it's about our daughter or each other or work. Mm -hmm. something we learned and then the a is one thing you appreciate about each other i think this is funny because when we found the acronym it was like if it's a day you're really pissed off at each other you can just say something simple like i appreciate that you took the trash out like it can be really minimal or it can you know kind of be more expanded and then the m is metrics so it's a time where you can talk about anything that came up during the day that maybe wasn't the best or where you felt a lack of support and maybe things need to be reflected upon and changed to kind of help do better in the future yeah i know something that we definitely started this last month um or like yeah i think the last month or so like when rome was born because i think as you know new parents i think it's hard to find time to be in the moment with each other and to be able to continue our communication and find adult time find adult time <laughs> You know, and so having, like, finding this, right, on Instagram um, and embarking on this journey, every night we, we, are, we have, at least I know how busy we are and when we, we both are back to work and we're running, doing mm -hmm. things, I know, like, every night we will at least have 10 minutes where we will be able to connect with each other physically and emotionally and express gratitude for each other and know that that's something that um, we will be will have to do and yeah we've been doing it for yeah a, about a month and a half and it's been pretty pretty awesome um pretty routine i don't think we've missed it yet i don't think we've missed it rome sometimes joins us um so she gets that physical touch in as well because mm -hmm. she needs to be held sometimes while we're doing that check-in um yeah, I think that, you know, there's been nights where it's, like, quicker and other nights where it's longer or it's more needed. Um, some nights it's, like, I, you know, the day was great, but at least it's still the opportunity to acknowledge each other. Yeah, I think that's that's really important because, I feel like, you know, as already just in the five and a half weeks of being parents, I feel like 
um, you sometimes lose yourself in just being a new parent and mm -hmm. trying just to make sure that your child is alive. And so it's kind of like turns into like, hey, we're a team. Let's focus on, on this baby. And that's kind of our focus. And then we forget how, about supporting each other. And we like sometimes forget about things that irritated us. We like just sweep it under the rug because we have other things going on. So it really gives us an opportunity to be like, this annoyed me. And like to realize if you did something that was annoying and you didn't know it. Like I think one of the check-ins we did over the last month and a half was when we got to the end, I was like, you know, the other night Rome was screaming her head off and I was holding her and I was trying to breastfeed her and you slid your leg under the covers to touch me. And like rub your foot against my leg as if in some way of support, I think was your intention. Maybe. And I literally was like, don't touch me. And I brought it up with you the next night. Cause obviously we had already done our check-in that day. I brought it up with you during like our metrics and you were like, I was asleep. I don't even remember doing that. Right. Like you subconsciously <laughs> were trying to be supportive of me. And I was like, if you touch me, I'm going to lose it. So please stop. Um, so it was a really like, when I brought it up in metrics, you're like, I hear you, and I have no recollection of doing that. So it really dissipated all my anger or irritation that I had for that moment because I was like, even in his sleep, he's trying to be supportive while our infant is crying. And at <laughs> least there, like, there's that, even though it bugged the shit out of me. <laughs> like, yeah. I at least could relieve my anger or annoyance from that because I was like, okay, there was pure intention in his little, in his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> And I think, yeah, I think that it opens up this opportunity of this continued communication because I think they're like with my understanding, you know, with, with the individuals that I work with, but also just like when you are becoming a new parent, there's roles that you take on and things you take on that you don't agree to, but it's part of like the process. And a lot of resentment, I think, definitely gets built when it comes to parenthood, when it comes to co-parenting when it comes to different roles and responsibilities mm -hmm. um i know you know like we had the conversation a few like a week or so ago um when you felt that like you were just felt like a, a boob factory you <laughs> know just, all i do is feed her and i don't get any of the cute stuff and then yeah. I, I was doing a lot of cuddling with her as well mm -hmm. and and you felt like it was like you didn't get that that quality time with her and it was just me that got that. But whenever she was hungry or fussy, then it'd go straight to you to like mm -hmm. take care of her. And so having that conversation, right, and our and our metrics, um, our check-in was really meaningful to me to know that. So I now I intentionally I, I try to say, Hey, this like, you know, I do you wanna cuddle with her or do you want me to take her? Yeah, it felt really like we had the conversation in our nightly check-in at that metric stage, but then also I got to see that act of service from you. Like, you then followed through. You, mm -hmm. You've you regularly, since that check-in, have been like, do you want, like, cuddle time? Like, I don't want you to, like, I'll take her if, like, you don't want to hold her, but I also want you to feel like you're getting time with her that's not just feeding and mm -hmm. poop or, you know, but like, whatever it might be related to just, like, her basic needs. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I have noticed that a lot, and that is really servicing, like, me and my needs, which I appreciate it. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad. And I know it's not all all rainbows and sunshine, of course. Um, definitely stress, emotions, frustration uh, come up uh, daily, especially when, you know, I, I drop the ball, and then I'm not aware of, 
you know, my communication. So there is no like really words of affirmations, not something I'm on my mind. And mm-hmm. uh, I think we also like both interpret acts of service differently. Yeah. Like I, and I'm sure people can relate, like for things to be done without me having to ask. Whereas when you interpret acts of service, as long as you are communicating and asking for it, that's fine. And it gets done that that's more like meets the need. Mm-hmm. Um, which we are constantly talking about. Because oh, all the time. David like... is like, just communicate what you need and I'll do it. And I am regularly like, I don't want to have to ask. And it's like, I'm not a mind reader. I'm not Charles, <laughs> not Charles Xavier. If I was a mutant and I could read your mind, this wouldn't be an issue. I need issue. you to be a mind reader. But, yeah, I mean, I know that's definitely, like, taking initiation. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, a huge thing, I think, in a lot of relationships. That, like, taking initiation to, like, show your love language. Yeah. Like, not have to always be told that you need to do it. That yeah. I need your love this way. I need your love this way. Because if you're always asking for love, then you're most Is likely really <laughs> not getting that need met quite often if you're always having to ask for it. So I definitely yeah. understand. I think we talk a lot about meeting in the middle there. Like, cause it's, it's a growth area for me being able to say what I need. And so I need to work on that. And I think David meeting me in the middle of like taking that initiation on certain things without me asking is important also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and you know, when you talk about adding a baby to the mix, that makes mm-hmm. things 10 times harder to remember those things and internalize those things because then you're split, yep. right? So, like, thinking about love language now that we have a kid, like, what does that mean, I guess, for, like, how do you think that's going to change the way that we are showing love to Rome? And Well, I think it changes because, like, right, acts of service for me are now also related to her. Like, if you're doing things for her, that's also servicing me. Um, but I think also like the words of affirmation are going to be so key because I think I regularly am questioning myself if I'm like either a good partner or a good mom, you know, I think that needing those more frequently is important because there's a lot of like second guessing and questioning yourself a lot in this experience. Yeah. Cause we're not experts and Absolutely no one's experts. Not. And, and I think the big thing is just making sure, yeah, that, that, the, that guilt and those feelings that come up that we talk about it, mm-hmm. right? I think when we when we don't talk about it, that's where that resentment and that frustration builds. Absolutely. And then we have those big blow-ups. But I think you've done such a great job of, just try, of advocating and communicating that it makes it really easy for me to meet your needs, to then communicate to you mm-hmm. so it doesn't feel like, at least for right now, it doesn't feel like, you know, you're always saying, hey, I need this, I need this. But I'm also asking, like, hey, can I help with this? How can I help with this? Yeah. And because I'm not, yeah, I, I love to try to try to guess how to support you. But different things, you know, you have different needs for different things. And so sometimes, yeah, me, me, you know, coming home and trying to cook dinner, thinking that that's helpful uh, when you need just, like, someone to take the baby off you real quick mm-hmm. um, so you can feel just like a human yeah, and then have that somehow turning into an argument about things. When I was yeah, like, I was yeah. right. I was like, I, you know, that was wild. That happened last week. I was like, wait, I was trying to be nice and cook dinner and help out. And you're like, no, I just needed time away from this child that I love, but I needed time for myself. She also needed to eat, and we and re- those... introduced the bottle, and I can't give her the bottle. It's all these things that like rules we're trying to follow, and yeah, and we're. Also, now meeting another person's love language needs, right? She can't communicate them to us yet, 
mm-hmm. but she has her own love languages, which as of right now, and most infants, it's physical touch. So right? it's like, all right. Physical touch. I'd probably say quality time. Yeah. It would be... Uh, Which her quality time, I feel like, kind of rubs into yours. I know, like, mm-hmm. the first, like, three weeks, you were like, we can use the baby monitor. We can leave her alone because you really wanted that, like, us time without her. And I was like, I'm not ready. Like, mm-hmm. she can't be alone by herself. What are you talking about? <laughs> and you're like, we're right downstairs. It's okay. Yeah. I think I think definitely it would be curious to see, like, how she develops, which is going to be, right, if a... We also think about how that's going to be a reflection of how we parent her. Mm-hmm. And so that's just a lot. And how that's, we give her love. Exactly. And so that's just going to be such an interesting journey uh, to be a part of and to continue like how we help her develop her love language. Well, and her love language is developed off of ours, which ours are totally developed off of our parents. And like I think of my brain and probably why acts of service is one of mine. And I think it's because of my mom and the way my mom functions is totally out of acts of service and i think i've kind of that has definitely been nurtured into me as well mm-hmm. definitely for sure i mean that's why i love the cookies that you're every time i see your mom <laughs> springs those cookies uh misty uh, chocolate chip love it oh uh, but like you know i, I think mm-hmm. it's going to come from both sides of that fa- the, our families so yeah. yeah so it's gonna be really interesting how we meld the two together and just continue that dialogue and like how she feels loved and, and are we nurturing her in all of the ways because we don't know what hers is till she can tell us so like really making sure we're not just doing one thing you know as yeah. she gets older that's true so when i think of my daddy daughter dates i gotta make sure i put all of the love languages in mm-hmm. different ones and kind of see which ones she yeah, likes okay exactly. got it yep Let us know your weekly winner woe. Message us on Instagram or download the Anchor app and create a free account. This is Spotify's free podcasting platform, the easiest way to create, distribute, and monetize your show. With its built-in uploading, recording, and editing tools, we can easily create and post episodes like this. That way, you guys can then send us a voice message with your weekly winner woe, feedback, or future topics you want to hear us talk about. So make sure to check it out and sign up. We'd really love it. Now we're at the part of our episode where we share our weekly winner woe. These are highlights, uh, high points of things that went well for you either around co-parenting or parenting um, or relationships or low points of things that did not go so well um, this week in regards to a relationship or a parenting. So Courtney, do you want to share yours? Yeah, I can, uh, I can kick us off. My, I'm going to do a win this week, um, and my win was doing bedtime and, like, nighttime pretty much all by myself this week. I did that for the first time since Rome's been born. Uh, David went out with some friends to be a supportive person to a friend who needed him, and me and Rome did bedtime on our own, which, uh, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Rome uh, really likes to rage between the hours of 8 p.m. and midnight for no visible reason <laughs> that we can tell. So um, this was a, a big win for me, even though she was a little fussy at times, I, I was able to do it. And being home alone in general makes me pretty anxious. So adding a, a baby on top of that, I was pretty w- worried. And I think that I did well. And 
she got some good sleep and I got some good sleep and we got through it and David came <laughs> home and we were still alive. So that was a win for me. <laughs> and that's awesome. And, and you got some of this mommy, mommy daughter time. Just, exactly. with just see you. But of course, I think you, you get that right now. Yeah, I, was like, I get that often. every day of the week while you're at work. <laughs> oh, that's an, that's an awesome win. Yeah. We had a little movie night and I had snacks and she had the boob and we watched a movie and she fell asleep. It was yeah. great. <laughs> What about you, David? What's your uh, weekly winner woe? My weekly winner woe is, uh, it's going to be a woe uh, this week. And um, it was, I, like like Courtney just mentioned, Rome's switching hours are between 8 and 12. And on Thursday night, she decided to uh, rage and not go to sleep and be unconsolable till 2 a.m., and so I was with her um, during that time to kind of let Courtney sleep. Um, and it was just so exhausting and uh, really hard to feel powerless and not being able to help Rome calm down. Um, eventually, you know, I guess through that, woe was a win. Eventually, you know, I put on my my dad um, What's it called? It's called a dad shirt. My like dad. Lullaby or lullaby from Amazon. Yeah, I definitely will put that put that link in the description as well. But I put that on and I put her in it and she calmed down pretty fast after that and just had her basically attached to me uh, like a kangaroo and um, we were able to get her, help her go to sleep. And so that was my woe turned into a win, but it was just a lot of long process and I was sleep deprived the next day and yeah and just so everyone knows it it did snow here uh where we live so I'm not evil and made him take a late shift on a work night he didn't have to work the next day so he was kindly letting me get sleep since he didn't work the next day yeah being super supportive (laughs) yes now it's time for a community comment This is a segment uh, that highlights uh, messages that were sent in uh, from the community, which is you, um, and we are going to try to highlight one to two of them at the end of every episode. Yeah, whether that be a comment, a question, we just want to have it be a space for everyone to send in what they're thinking from each episode. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to listen to a voice message from Christina. Hi, this is Christina. Um, My husband, Dustin, and I listened to the podcast last night. Congratulations on Room to Rome and bringing your little one into this world. Uh, We have almost four-year-old twins, and this episode brought us back to that first month and how hard it was uh, finding time for ourselves, finding time for each other. So kudos to even making space and time for this conversation. I think it's really important and wish we had something like that because not many people our age were having kids at the time. Um, And so just having a support system like that is really cool. I would say a win for us, for myself this last week was hiring our first non-family babysitter uh, since my kids have been bored. So we can have a date night and having no family near, it'll be really awesome to do that. Wow. I mean, first of all, Christina, thank you so much for sending the message. We super appreciate it, and we're glad you're listening. 
Uh, huge kudos to you doing this with two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> twins, little babies. I, I think David and I talk about uh, what that would be like all the time because I'm regularly like, oh, I think twins would be so fun. I'm like, yeah, it looks like we're selling our house and moving back <laughs> in with our parents, and um, looks like I'm gonna be, you know, finding some other ways. To yeah. Earn money. <laughs> so I, I can't empathize, but I can definitely validate. I mean, this this stage is hard, but um, it's awesome just to hear from you and that you and Dustin like the episode. We're really glad you're listening in and. Um, we are, you know, definitely glad to hear we're not the only ones that the first month is definitely hard. So we, we definitely can relate and are trying to find as much time as we can with each other in very creative ways sometimes. Yes. And that's, that's awesome. I'm so happy that you both found a non-family babysitter, uh, to help support you and Dustin going to you know, do dates and have time for yourself and space definitely. for yourself. And um, that's definitely, you know, something we just talked about in this episode, right? About love language, mm-hmm. languages and being able to support each other in that and, and finding a reliable and um, a non-family person is really hard, right? Especially right now from what I hear with totally. childcare and stuff. And so that is so amazing that um, you guys have time to connect with each other. And that's kind of something we try to prioritize uh, too, which always with the baby is hard, but we are adjusting. Um, we, before Rome, we um, had a kind of called it, it's, I think it's actually another um, Instagram thing. I think we, we found. Um, oh, yeah, we did find it on Instagram. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's called the 222 rule. Um, and Courtney, you want to kind of explain what that is? Yeah, we implemented this uh, at the beginning of 2022 for our yearly goals. Just because we knew we were going to be trying to start our family and we wanted to kind of have a good framework already in place for ourselves and um, quality time. So we do date night every two weeks um, and then we go out of town every two months and then we take a big trip every two years. So that is kind of our ongoing goal, even though it was a 2022 goal, we've now just added that as a, a staple in our life now. Yeah, because because it's like implanted in like structured in you know we're both very structured people and so kind of with the you know team you know check-in as well it's really helpful just to have every two weeks we plan on doing this and every two weeks we will go out of town and we also allows us to bring in other people too. some of those those uh those weekends out too so yeah it gives us friend connection time as well as time together And that is a wrap for episode two of Room to Rome. Um, thank you, listeners, for staying with us and um, continuing with us on this journey. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, and just get prepared for future episodes where we're going to have guests coming in and lots of different perspectives and things to talk about when it comes to parenting and relationships and labor, all the things. Yeah, get ready for some... Uh, some uh tmi (laughs) all the things you don't want to know but you should know if you are going to birth a child out of your body (laughs) well we will see you later time to put baby to sleep and have a good rest of your evening thanks guys whenever you're listening to this (laughs) see ya